welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on work-life balance in 2021. The next thing I want to talk about today as we continue in this list of things that we can do to help create those boundaries or that balance is to really understand your energy. Okay, now, uh, because it seems there's a lot more flex schedules available right now for people, whether you have children or you're not, or you don't, or whether you're working at home or whether you're not working at home, we all have to work within the boundaries of our own biological prime time, okay? And basically what that means is it's the time of day when you're most productive, especially if you have limited time. So how do we understand what our biological prime time is? Well, some people would say, well, I'm a night owl and others would say, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a morning person or whatever. And and that can have a lot to do with it. But honestly, uh, I mean, I know people that have had to leave a third shift job and shift that all around. So they're no longer a night person, now they're a day person, and they were able to do it. In fact, they learned to love the mornings. I also know people that because of physical ailments or maybe somebody in the family they had to take care of, they had to switch their schedule around. Um, at first it was a struggle, but they did, you know, manage to change it to make it better. So my point in saying all that is this, uh, you know, if you are right now a night owl and you want to be a morning person, you can shift it. Does it take some time and deliberate energy to do it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. In fact, it can be a little uh, frustrating and difficult for several weeks, even possibly months, depending on how long you programmed yourself into that biological prime time or that, that, you know, day or night. But it can be done. That's the point I want to make. Okay, it can be done. You're not locked into it for life is what I'm trying to say. Um, Because I've seen people flip it, change it. It just requires changing habits and making some sound decisions about how you want to change that. But what I want to talk to you about as well is taking advantage of the productive biological prime time that you have okay now what you what you eat you know how you take care of yourself whether you exercise you don't exercise can all play a part in that in fact i'm a huge advocate of exercising because endorphins uh, are are what is released when you exercise and frankly they're 200 times more powerful than morphine in terms of you know a drug strength if you want to compare it to that not suggesting that morphine is what you should be using because <laughs> that's not what we're going for here. But endorphins, they, they increase your energy, your focus, your mind clarity, your ability to stay productive for longer periods of time, even in front of the computer. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a power. It's actually a pain analgesic. Uh, it, it also boosts your immune system tremendously. So all these benefits come from exercise. So I'm, I'm a big, big advocate of exercising every day. And I can tell when I do versus when I don't. So I think that that's really critical for you. And we were talking about children. So I would even suggest doing some stretch or fun exercise in the morning with your children. If you happen to have children and you are home with them. Uh, but what you want to do is 
kind of chart your your system. So if you say have a, a chart and you just start tracking the time of days that you check the ch that you use the chart. So say for example, um, you check them at 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12, 2, and 5. Okay, and on the chart you're gonna write 1 through 10 for the bars. So, you know, going up 1 through 10. So based on your energy level from 1 to 10, you will go ahead and mark that chart for your energy levels. So if you start out at 6 a.m. and your energy is low, for example, you might give yourself a 2. Or you start out at 6 a.m. and your energy is high, you might give yourself a 9. And you chart this, and you do this for at least three days. It's better if you can do it for a whole week, but just even three days, you're going to learn a lot about yourself and where your energy is spiked and where it's low. And then you can begin to pinpoint what you need to change biologically. So again, what you eat, you know, whether you exercise, whether you don't exercise, um, you know, what your sleep schedule looks like, you know, and, and of course, any intrusions or distractions that you have during the day that can be leading to the issues. Also, even things like, you know, caffeine and alcohol can throw you off. So if you're going to chart, it'd be a good idea if you can just stay away from caffeine or alcohol um, to just get a good accurate reading. But if you feel like you have to have something, at least delete the alcohol and just stick with the caffeine, okay? Um, but you want to do this and, and, and then pay attention to what is happening to you that could be affecting your energy level and altering your biological uh, clock and your energy. Once you figure out what hacks you can create, now I'll, I'll get into more of that too uh, shortly here, but once you figure that out, then it's easy to decide, you know, okay, I need to get rid of this or I need to move this to a different time of day because you're literally hacking your system. But also, also, you can begin planning the hardest projects during your highest energy points. And you're going to find yourself getting a lot more done in a short amount of time. So what does this have to do with work-life balance? Well, actually a lot. Because if you can figure out how to condense the, the most um, powerful brain moments into the, the workday at the right times, okay, at the correct times of day for your sake, then it's easier to, you know, get done what you need to in shorter time frames. And this then can help with your work-life balance, especially if you have kids to take care of that you need to take time for, or, you know, you have to be somewhere and you've got to, you know, be in a commute during a certain time frame. You can plan that out a little more effectively, you know, uh, uh, or you know you're going to be interrupted at certain times a day. So you can, you know, plan around that to use your brain power when it's available. Those are all things that can really help. And, and I do utilize that uh, in my world. For me, early in the morning is my most productive time. So my big projects, you know, that I need to get done are best done in the morning. I know that by around two in the afternoon, I'm starting to wane in energy. So that's not a good time to plan a lot of big projects. Um, not a real good time either to schedule, say, a speaking event or something of that nature that I'm doing online. Although sometimes you don't have a lot of control over that. But I've learned to kind of roll with that. I've given you a lot of information on this biological uh, stuff in a short amount of time. So I hope it made sense to you. Um, I'll probably mention a little bit more of this as we move along. In fact, I've got some things to share with you tomorrow on it to cap this off. So please come back tomorrow. I'll make this a little more clear and I'll give you some more specifics. And uh, hopefully help you out in that area. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire. Thank you for joining me.